Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! Hey. Hey folks, it's Thursday morning in southern middle Tennessee. It's another gloomy day. we got storms forecast throughout the day. We'll see what happens. My name is Del Kennedy. I am dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris, is uh, walking in the door after parking the bus. How are you, Clayton? I'm doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How you doing? Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody out there. All right, and Debbie Matthews, who's uh, with us uh, most Thursdays uh, is is not feeling well, and so she decides to stay at home. We hope she feels better and comes back and rejoins us, uh, folks. This is uh, nationally Black History Month, and so we have some guests here with us today to commemorate, celebrate that uh, that month, that that idea. Uh, first of all, I want to say good morning to Terry Hanna, president of the. Local chapter, Murray County, NAACP. Terry, how you doing? I'm doing all right. All right. Great to have you. Thank you. And then Eddie Wilkes, who is the exalted ruler of the Harlan Flippin' Elks Lodge. Uh, Eddie, good morning. Good morning. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing okay, I think. All right. And then Jermaine Webster, who is the worship master at the um, Morning Star Lodge number 11 here in columbia and murray county how you doing jermaine i'm doing pretty good how about yourself i think i'm doing okay the uh it's a gloomy thursday i just hope i don't get blown away by the weather for the days <laughs> out you know? well I'll, let's let's start in the middle um eddie wilkes uh exalted ruler of the elks lodge uh what, what do you think about when you think about black history month oh man i think about the struggle um from from years past to till today, you know, and and I think about how we how we've become united. And when I say we, I mean not only just black people, but white people and white black people together. We we have become united to a certain degree, but there's still a lot of work to be done. Uh, we we have to get out and make things work for the better for everybody. And that's what Black History really means to me: the the struggle and the advancement. Okay. Um. Well, I, I take it that's am, am I am I hearing you correctly? That's an optimistic view that progress is being made. Yeah, yeah, some not 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 enough. Uh, some I, I will say some we're not there. And we're quite a bit away away from that. Um, if you go back to uh, Dr. King's dream, I had the pleasure of speaking at Columbia State on his dream, uh, and and in my speech I, I made it you know known that the struggle is still here. But we're taking steps to get closer to that. But it's going to take not just one race. It's going to take all races. Okay. So I I take it that uh, you, like many other people, particularly of my generation, uh, were... uh, were and continue to be inspired by Dr. King. Yes, most definitely. Uh, you know, the dream is 
is, is still there. Uh, he, he had a famous quote, you can kill the dreamer, but you cannot kill the dream. So we have to keep that dream going. And like I said, it's going to take not just one race. It's going to take all of us because we're in this thing together. Okay. Jermaine Webster, what do you think about when you think about Black History Month? Well, when I think about uh, Black History and Black History Month, uh, I think about American history. Uh, Black history is interwoven with American history. We've uh, always had a presence as African Americans here on this continent. So when I think of uh, um, Black history, I think from the beginning of this um, uh, great country of ours, we were always here. We were always putting in work. To the middle uh, the dark times we were always here so when you talk of black history you talk of American history and I'm pretty much a, a, an American a proud American there you go uh, and that, that's uh, I, I, I agree completely uh, it's the, the stories are together or intertwined uh, there's no doubt about it and uh, um, African Americans are Americans there's no doubt about that either. Uh, Terry Hanna, president of the NAACP, what, what does Black History Month mean to you? Well, first of all, I want to thank you and WKRM for letting us have this platform today to speak on Black Delighted. History. Delighted. Okay. Thank and, you. And one more thing before, we start, before I start this is uh, mental health is really a serious thing. So we all need to get into this mental, mental health. All right? So... The black history, we were, we stand on those shoulders of a lot of, lot of black men and black women. All right. The struggle is, it was really real back in the day. And let's say we had the race ride here in 1945, 46, 46, 46, 46, 46. And it was a, what, yeah. February 25th and all of that? Yeah, February 25th. 25th. Yeah. Okay. And, um, the thing is, it all started with, uh, uh, young black lady that went into uh, Castle Nard to get a phone, no, no, phone, a radio, radio. fix. Western Auto, yeah, right there beside where Puckett is now with Port and Walker. Yeah. Well, anyway, and, uh, you know, she didn't, as the story go, she did not, you know, have means of getting it fixed, so she took it to them, they, they sort of fixed it, and when she came back, you know, the uh, price was higher. And so when the price was higher, she, you know, she got into it with the guy, and then she left and came back. And when she came back, she came back with her son. And who had been uh, in the military in the Second been World in the War. military, right, yeah. right. And the lady named Miss Gladys Stevenson. And uh, she brought her son back, who'd been in the military, and the the guy has said he sold her radio, and then for she had to pay more money to get it back. And so when she went to you know, she, her and her son, they got to discussing it and everything. They all got in an argument about it, and he gave her the, the radio back, but it didn't have no cord, and it didn't do anything. It wouldn't play, and they got in an argument about it, and I think another employee was there, and he came up and as if he was going to slap the guy's mom. Miss, And uh, so the fight started, and that's when the race rights started then. You know, and that's how our history here locally started with 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 that race ride, and then it separated the blacks and the whites. And so, 
they got it all escalated, I think, and they all went down to what we call the mink slide. It's the bottom, okay, and that's where that's East Eighth East Eighth Street. East 8th Street. Mm-hmm. That's where all the uh, that's where all the black industry was. The black businesses was mm-hmm. down through there, and so in uh, shortly in short form, they kind of got him out of there. They kept, uh, you know, escorted him, and found a way to get him to Chicago, because then the lynch mark was coming after him. And um, I think it, it was that's when our history got real big here, because it was another, it was a Nashville attorney. He came in, and he was going to help, because they arrested twenty five and twenty three of the people got away, got got out of it, got acquitted. Right. Uh, so after that, they they just. Uh, we started the race rides and stuff, and we had a very important lady, who Miss Mayor Morton. She called the NAACP to get down here, and then in the NAACP at that time had a guy in there that was coming down named Thurgood Marshall, who later became a U.S. Supreme Court justice. Exactly. So he came down and and to get it all. They all get, got it all settled, but Thurgood Marshall had a hard time getting back out of Columbia. And so, that well, that's a risk. Yeah, and please continue if you have more on that. The uh, that those events uh, are being, you know, a, a lot of time when you're writing history or sorting out history, uh, certain things don't appear as significant as they might be until fifty or a hundred years later. Yes, when you're looking back and. Uh, you realize that maybe something that hadn't been talked about so much is very significant. Well, what's known as the Columbia Race Riots is increasingly becoming known as historically significant in that uh, because uh, the black community, maybe perhaps for the first time, or, or at least significantly, they they push back. It's called the resistance. Right. And uh, and a lot of folks are arguing that what happened in Columbia is what led through what started the movement that uh, eventually brought us Dr. Martin Luther King and beyond. Right. Uh, that, that it was the beginning. Correct. Uh, and and I think that's a pretty good historical perspective. Yes. You know, and, and another tidbit for, for everybody to know, if if the black community or the white community do not know this, that uh, a guy named uh, Woodson, he started the Black History Week. He started the Black History now, Week. Now, where was and, he from? And uh, I don't, I can't remember where he was from, but uh, he, he the one started and, and uh, it was just for Black History Week. And then after the Black History Week stuff, he he wasn't satisfied with Black History Week, so he went and tried to get it and and successfully got Black History Month because that's how we celebrate the Black History now as a month and not a week. Okay, that's um, that is significant. Uh, and uh, what now? What kind of events are we having here in Murray County to commemorate? Black History Month. Are, are, are there any events that are planned? Or yeah, yes, I know uh, a couple. Okay, all right. Uh, one is uh, the twenty fifth. They're going to be at uh, 
the uh, NAACP choir, the, the latest of the NAACP that can sing. They got a mass choir going the 25th uh, of this month at uh, Bellefant Tabernacle. Bellefant Tabernacle? Uh-huh. Where's yes. that located? Uh, it's on... Uh, I don't know the name of the street. It's just here, here in Columbia. It's here in Columbia. It's here in Columbia, yes. And, and um, so is, is that a graveyard over there? Okay. Above, close to the Rose Hill Cemetery? Rose Hill. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. You go under the underpass, going up the hill, it's, the, it's, it's on the left over there. Belfont Tabernacle. Now, uh, can folks, what, do we know what time of day? On the 25th? On the 25th. What, the, uh-huh. what time? I don't, I can't 1607 Watley Street. All right. Yeah. Okay. And is is this open to the public? Open to the public. Okay. They all should come. Yeah. I imagine those ladies are pretty good singers. Oh, yeah. They are. They are. <laughs> a lot better than we are, I tell yeah. you that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And, uh, all right. And, and any other events uh, here commemorating Black History Month? Yeah. we. Uh, my church, we're doing the 100 Black Men, also on the 26th, and we'll be singing, and I will be not singing, but moving my lips. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Lip singing. And again, yeah. is, is the public invited? Public's invited, yes. Yeah. It's on uh, Frasson Street. Yeah. St. Paul. St. Paul AME Church. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. Let's take a break and come back. Clayton and Mr. York may have some questions or comments uh, on Black History Month. <laughs> Parks Motor Sales in Columbia has a large assortment of quality new and pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs, a trusted sales staff, and financing plans that fit any budget. Visit Parks once and you'll quickly discover why people all over Middle Tennessee have been buying vehicles there for more than 60 years. And factory-certified technicians can service and repair your vehicle as long as you own it. Go to ParksMotorSales.com or stop by the lot at 919 Nashville Highway and take a test drive today. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. A while back, I told you a story about Packer, our mascot, that Don found in the garbage truck after someone had thrown her out. Well, since then, I've been asked several times about Packer. Is she a dog or is she a cat? I guess I never thought to say, but she's a pit bull mix. And you can see a picture of her sitting in the driver's seat of Don's service truck on our website, garbagemaninc.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. 
Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder, and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, memsmodernlandscape.com. That's memsmodernlandscape.com. And check out what we have to offer. Thanks. I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. edition this is our last show of the week tomorrow this time this station inside middle tennessee with jim ross and we'll be back with you on monday morning uh, my name is del kennedy i'm dude number three dude number two clayton harris how you doing doing well del. good morning everybody dude number one mr jim york how are you good morning del good morning everybody and we have some special guests with us uh today to commemorate celebrate black history month uh First of all, uh, Jermaine Webster, who is the worship master at the Morning Star Lodge here in Murray County. Jermaine, good morning. Good morning. All right. And Terry Hanna, who is the president of the local chapter of NAACP. 
Good morning, Terry. Good morning. All, All right. right. And lastly, Eddie Wilkes, who is the exalted ruler of the Harlan Flippin' Elks Lodge. Eddie Wilkes, good morning. Good morning to you. All right. Now, uh, over the break, y'all mentioned one more event uh, that uh, will take place here in Murray County to celebrate, commemorate Black History Month. What what is that one? Uh, February the 20th at Columbia State at the Cherry Theater at the hour 630 will be a Black History program. Come dressed, uh, some people will come dressed as someone from, from history yeah. to um, to commemorate Black History Month. Uh, Cherry Theater, Cherry Theater, Columbia State, 630 on and, February the 20th. Wayman Hickman Building. Wayman Hickman Building, and I gather that's uh, open to the public and free as well? Yes, it is. Uh-huh. There we go. All right, uh, Clayton, Miss York, comments or questions? Yeah, welcome, gentlemen. I was going to ask you a question. Uh, One of the things that's been bothering me about uh, what's going on in Columbia overall is that we see a lot of development, a lot of homes being built in the three, the four, the five hundred thousand dollar range. And my concern is that we don't have jobs to support uh, homeowners uh, in this community, and also, do we need affordable housing? that would accommodate the workers because you can have the three or $400,000 home and people build about that idea. Ms. York, you're breaking up a little bit, but I think I think the question is, you know, are, 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 is our housing market getting out of whack? Where people Jobs can, and affordable homes. Jo- jobs and affordable homes. Anybody want to take that one? Uh, I would say definitely we need affordable housing. Uh, you go to some of these areas, uh, and people can't afford. I mean, you you get you have rent thirteen, fourteen hundred dollars a month, and and to me that is that is a little insane. Uh, I understand things go up, prices rise, but affordable housing is definitely needed. Um, people can't make it, and it's only so far you're going to be able to push people away from their territory, away from their home, you know, where they grew up, you know, then where are they going to go? Um, yeah, for affordable housing is very well needed. Now, how we come about making that work, I, I, I don't have a clue. That's going to take a lot of headbutting to get that to work, but affordable housing is definitely needed. And the job market, uh, it, it, I, I don't I don't know what we're going to do on that. Um, but, yeah, we're going to have to, we're gonna have to get uh, some kind of grant in here because some of the people are get will will be getting evicted because of the rent being raised up every year, and the jobs and I I don't think the jobs are paying enough for some of these people to be able to own a home, you know, and so it's 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 kind of like just them blowing up this real this real estate stuff has just really gotten out of whack. Okay. Uh, Miss York, you want to follow up on that, or? Yeah, uh, and the job industry, and it kind of what I said uh, in the past that the jobs uh, are here, but they're not paying like Terry and, and and Wilk says the the amount of money to afford to own a home. So, you know, that's going to require a mashing of the county commission and the city government to try to do something to assist all families, not just the people who are making big-time jobs. Now, we're looking at the plant up at uh, Spring Hill. It will afford some good salaries, but then that goes back to the lack of affordable housing. 
Well, I mean, I guess my question is, is this, uh, I mean, it, it appears to me that, that you know, these high prices are impacting every family in Murray County, not just black families. Uh, and I don't know. I mean, I'm sort of like, I'm sort of like Eddie. I, I don't know exactly how we untangle it because of the tremendous growth pressure we're having in this area. Exactly. Um, of course, that's the number one issue on everybody's mind across all, you know, communities in Murray County. That's everybody's struggling to figure out what to do about our growth. Yeah. One, one of the things, Delco is to have planning commissions and city governments to have some mixed type of housing in every development. And that would afford some, so it would take a long time to, to fully complete, but it, that would afford some housing for people who are not making the six-figure salaries, you know? Right. Um you know, I've, I'm not. I've heard of that kind of yeah. thing being done. I've not ever seen it done. Um, so I don't know exactly how it would work. It, Let me ask another question on a different topic. Okay. And you gentlemen, you gentlemen in the community every day, do you know a lot of people that might be holding two or three jobs? Yeah, I know. I know a couple of people. There's no several holding two or three jobs. Yeah. Everybody's sort of nodding their head here. Yeah, I know about. I know several. I know several. So they're working the two or three jobs to try to make ends meet, so, which doesn't mean that they're not working, right? Right. Exactly. Right. Right. Exactly. Just the, the pay just not good enough. Yeah, and we still have a minimum wage in Tennessee at $7.25 an hour, so they, the employers negotiate whatever they can pay. Now, I'm not saying every employer is going to do that, but some are going to gravitate to doing that, you know? And, and, and if I may say this real quick, you know, what what needs to happen, and this is for everybody, when they have meetings, you need to attend these meetings to see what's going on. Decisions are being made, and I don't want to say behind your back, but they're being made without your knowledge, and, and then you have to adapt and adjust to them. It is us up to us to go to school board meetings, city council meetings, commissioner meetings. We need to attend these meetings. I must, <clears throat> I myself included. We, we need to see what's going on because changes are being made, and when we find out it's too late because the change is already made, we need to have a voice in, in what goes on in this county. If not, you just accept what they throw at you, and I, I just don't think that's right. And that, folks, that's Eddie Wilkes, um, the exalted ruler of the Harlan Flippin' Elk Lodge. Knowledge is, pot- is power. Yes. I agree. And also run for office, Eddie. Get people out there who can <laughs> qualify and run for political office. Yes, you are absolutely right. Um, but I, I have to take away from that. My plate is full with everything else right now. So, but no, we- I'm not necessarily saying you, but, you know, there's other people in the community that, that can qualify and run for these political positions. Yes, we do have yes. qualified people. Yes. You have to get out there and make a change. We, we talk about a change, but what do we do about it? And that's the problem. We had a strong one in. That's uh, Crystal Martin. We had a strong, strong person in. Crystal Martin will be and, remembered. And, come back, Crystal, yeah, forever. In, in my opinion, in my opinion, it's only my opinion because she's my shero. I think they should have a statue downtown of her. You know, there may be a time. You know, you know. I was talking earlier about you know. You don't. I mean, Crystal is not to say that Crystal is not tremendously appreciated right now 
But there may be a time, I don't know when it'll be, 10, 5 years, 10 years, 25 years, 50, when this community decides that a statue of Krista is appropriate. Uh, I, 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 that would not surprise me. I probably won't be alive, but uh, um, I, I think I, I do think that her importance and accomplishments are going to <coughs> be amplified by time. Yeah, yeah, it is. Hopefully, as they say, you get your flowers while you're living. <laughs> Hopefully, you know, she can have that while she's still here on Earth. Right, right. Yeah. But I, I do think one of the, the Christas will evolve into an historical figure uh, who will become increasingly, she's already very important, but she will become increasingly important as the lens of time uh, is reflected on her in the years to come. Uh, that's, uh, so, yeah, that, that, you're talking about a person who can make a difference. She has and does. Um, we have to mold someone else in into doing this. Well, fellas, I'm, I'm, I'm a little too old. I'm looking towards uh, retirement. Take uh, <laughs> That's when you have more time, Terry. <laughs> get him. That's right. Get him. Get him. <laughs> but you know, uh, back these to fellas look the, like they aren't running for anything with the county line, but <laughs> running away from it. Yeah. But back to the, the the Black History. Yeah. Uh, the um, when um, Carter Woodson, when he uh, got got this going, the uh, the the history of, uh, of the black people, he put it. He got it in February because this is in between Abe Lincoln and Frederick Douglass' birthdays. Okay, and you know, and Frederick Douglass was an activist also. You know, yes, so, yes, you know, he he got that got that done. You know, and some, you know, and um, I was I was told by. He's not a historian, but when I was coming up, this man named Milton Murray, and I think he was involved in the the NAACP and more. But I lived near him, and his his daughter and I was best friends. Yes, here in Columbia. Mm -hmm. His daughter and I was best friends. Who was now? Who was Milton Murray? And he's one of them that led led the the race riot and stuff. The the resistance. Resistance, right? And he he was. Full of information about the history here, you know. I wish he was alive today because he could, t- he could tell you things, you know. But um, he just he just enlightened us about about that about the history of here and how these race right and how everybody came together, you know. And it's a lot of people here that's gone. You know, you got you had people like Mr. Randolph House, school name after him. Oh yeah, Mr. Randolph and uh, I remember him. Jack Jack Johnson lived across the street from me. They they both they taught at Carver Smith High, which is Carver Smith is a it was a great institution also. But the, these people helped. These the people who we stood on their shoulders. You know, this is how we're we're making it through through them. They made the changes. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that's um, Mr. Jack Johnson and. Randolph Howe. Horace Porter. Horace Porter. Oh, gosh, Horace Porter, yes. Horace Porter. Mm-hmm. Don't leave him. Mr. Horace Porter. Yeah. Uh, yes, they all had an impact. Yes, yeah. Uh, and a very, very positive impact. Mr. York? Recently, Miss uh, Annie Harrison passed away, who That's was one of the activists in the community. Yes. She was in just about everything, everything. Yeah. Uh, to make life better for African Americans in this county. Yes, yes. Miss Annie, Lord, yes. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, they're all shaking their head, Miss York. And uh, <laughs> she did have well. an outsized impact. There's no doubt about that. Um, and then I can't remember the gentleman. Terry, you might remember the first. Uh, he went to TSU, and he was in agriculture, and he taught all the black farmers in this area early on how to farm and how to use new technology. I can't think of his name. He lived over in the Macedonia area. Uh, Mr. Taylor? Was it Mr. Taylor? M.P. Taylor? No, it wasn't Taylor. Taylor. He, went, he went to the uh, Mount... Mount uh, the church down, the oldest church in, in the community down on, on 8th Street. No, I don't remember. What, what, what era of time are we talking about, Ms. Yorl? We're talking about uh, probably in the, in the, in the 40s and, and 50s. You know, he, I think he graduated somewhere from Tennessee State, somewhere in that area, and he became an agriculture, USDA agriculture a representative in he went around not only Murray County and different counties uh, helping black farmers learn how to plant and seed and fertilize and do stuff like that. George Newbern. Yeah. Mr. Newbern. Newbern. There you go. That's yeah, George Newbern. know that, Mr. Newbern. Yeah. So he was one of the mainstays. Black farmers, were, you know, back in those days, they didn't get equity dealt. They, they, they got pushed to the side. So he was one of the persons that went to help them understand how to develop their land, how to plant, rotate the crop seed and do stuff so they could produce uh, enough to make a living. And and he lived here in Columbia? Yes. Yeah. His name yeah, is George, George, Newman. George Newman. George Newman. All right. Yeah, he started a business. Him and Miss Maddie Glenn used to go around the households, you know, I think they started insurance and some more things they were doing. Yeah. Other people who Colum- made a difference. Yeah. Columbia has a lot of black history. If people would, would dig into it, you know, to find out what's going on uh, and not let it just be something else and, and talk about it just on Black History Month. Uh, I wish it, it was in, involved in schools, uh, local schools, so that kids can know what the true history is in the country, you know. Well, not only that, though, I mean, our. Our only significant monument, uh, I mean, most southern towns have, you know, a monument of some sort to their Confederate heroes. Uh, Columbia does not have any such thing and never has. What we do have um, is a significant monument up on West 7th Street to Pop Jeers, uh, who is a black uh, horse trainer uh, and breeder and uh, became quite famous. Uh, throughout the country and uh, celebrated here locally, but our only significant monument is to uh, a, a black man uh, who was a, a horse trainer and, and, and breeder. Yeah. And I think he was instrumental in, in having the grand national champion, the first of, for Tennessee, I think, uh, in the walking horse category. Yeah. I'm not sure he did walking horses, Mr. York. He, he did uh, cart horses, you know, yeah. the two-wheel cars. Yeah. 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 The recreation he, thing. That's coming with the recreation. Direct, the direct recreation. Because when I worked in recreation, we had to we cut that. The recreation. Right, right, right up here. Right up here. Yeah. 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 yeah it's the recreational thing. He, he had the, yeah, the two-wheel racing. carts, and yeah. they raced them. Yeah. Uh, of course, there was a lot of gambling involved, but uh, yeah. but uh, he, he became world known for his horses and his abilities, um, and this town built a monument to him, uh, and and it's pretty significant because it's our only significant monument that we have. 
All right, let's take a break and come back. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. time to put a Dodge in your garage. And at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us for all the muscle you need. We have a huge inventory to choose from, from the spine-tingling 2021 Dodge Charger SRT to the 2021 Dodge Challenger Superstock. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Yep, at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, we're flexing our Motor City muscle. You can count on us online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. Hello. This is Rick Tillis with Tillis Jewelry in Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. What are you looking for in a jeweler? Knowledgeable staff? Experienced goldsmiths? Or true custom designers? Experienced working with clients creating that perfect gift for a special loved one? Well, you have found them. Tillis Jewelry. We're this and so much more. Check us out at TillisJewelry.com or on Facebook and Instagram to see our latest creations. Tillis Jewelry, Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, this is Dr. Wendy Tui from the Dr. Gill Center. Most chronic back problems are caused by compression from the disc becoming thinner and bulging as we get older. All we have to do is treat the disc by gently decompressing the spine. You may not have to rely on dangerous drugs, risky injections, and often unnecessary surgeries. If you are experiencing neck, back, hip, or leg pain, it's likely we can help you. Initial exam and x-rays, $39. Call me painfree.com or 615-551-9224. Kick off the new year with new home upgrades from Hiller. This month, when you buy something you need for your home, we'll give you something you want. For a limited time, when you purchase a new whole home generator, new tankless water heater, or select new HVAC systems, we'll give you a free 55-inch TV, free solo smokeless stove, or a free Nintendo Switch. Pick your prize when you upgrade essential systems for your home. Don't wait. Book online at happyhiller.com today. Call the happy face truck today. Front Porch Radio is Southern Middle Tennessee's home for the best in news, talk, and sports. Missed out on any favorite Front Porch programs? Check us out online at frontporchradiotn.com to download episodes of your favorite podcast. Listen live or listen online. Search for it on your favorite podcast app. iTunes, Spotify, Google, and Amazon Alexa. Join us on the porch. Frontporchradiotn.com. Yeah, I just want to say that your show is disgusting. Two white men and a white woman attacking a black man who's a Democrat, yet you have no balance to anything that you say. You act like a bunch of Southern You are ridiculous. You're a horrible show. You're a horrible representation of Tennessee. Y'all are disgusting. 
You're disgusting human beings. And either balance it out with someone who has a half a clue what they can talk about. You got a bus driver up there acting like he's better than him just because of what? I have no idea what his points are other than what Tucker Carlson told him what to say. Y'all are disgusting human beings. You need to get off the Three Dudes with a View, triggering liberals between Dollywood and Graceland, Monday through Thursday from 8 to 9 a.m., right here on WKOM 101.7 FM. Welcome back, Three Dudes with a View. This is it for us this week. We'll be back with you on Monday. My name is Del Kennedy. I am dude number three, dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing? Doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. All right. We've got some special guests here with us today to commemorate, celebrate Black History Month, which is February. We're right in the middle of it. When I talked with uh, Terry Hanna earlier this month and said, what can we do to commemorate celebrate black history month on uh, on these channels and and uh and terry uh graciously agreed to uh come on and bring some other folks with it with him and i said uh what time what time of the you know you want to do the beginning the middle the end of the month and he said let's do it right we're right in amongst it let's yeah. let's do it in the it middle started of the month. early yeah so here we are and, and Terry Hanna, president of the local chapter of the NAACP. Good morning. Good morning. All right. And then we have Eddie Wilkes, who is the exalted ruler of the Harlan Flippin' uh, Elks Lodge here in Columbia. Good morning. Good morning. And Jermaine uh, Webster, who is the worship master for the Morning Star uh, Lodge. Uh, that's uh, worshipful. Worshipful master, <laughs> worshipful and, uh, master, worship, worshipful master. Okay, what are your duties as the worshipful master? Oh, uh, my duties is the simplest of all lodge uh, officers. I'm responsible for everything. Okay, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that works. Well, hey, the, Dale, uh, let me mention this to another historical figure in Columbia. Uh, I know these gentlemen probably remember him. Uh, he. He started to work for the telephone company in 1946. That was the year I was born. And the only job he could get was a janitor. Uh, And I'm talking about a gentleman that was a businessman in Columbia, Mr. Thesley Brandon. Yes, sir. You all remember him? Yes, sir. Yes, we do. Doing well. And and Mr. Mr. Brandon, like I told you, I came, he started off as a janitor, and I came to Columbia as a manager. So there was improvement uh, over the years. But one of the things that happened to him, he started in Columbia. He passed a test right in the 60s, uh, civil rights and affirmative action. And the manager here did not want him to take a job here. He told him that he didn't he, he didn't want to work in an environment where there were Caucasian females. So he had to go to Nashville. Years later, he came back here and ran the supply department at the telephone company. And and Thesley, you know, owned a lot of property on the east side and did a lot of things. Uh, He told me he advocated for uh, one of the sheriffs running for office one time. And Thesley was doing a little side business, too, you know, a little little white lightning business. (laughs) And and when the sheriff won won the election, 
he was the first one that came and busted him. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I think Mr. Brandon was a was a quiet, yes. spiritual gentleman, and he owned property on East Eight, a lot of property on East Eight, and and a very 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 sharp gentleman. Uh, uh, and and he was, you know, I always remember him because back in my hometown in Louisiana, I had two gentlemen that were also janitors. Uh, that was the only job they could get with the telephone company back when they hired on. And, and I got promoted in my hometown, the first manager in that particular hometown. But Thesley was a very, very good gentleman and very, very uh, quiet. But yet he, he was potent in taking care of business. Yeah, him and my my uncle Jimmy Harris both was, was there at that, that same telephone company and stuff as janitors. And mm-hmm. Jimmy, Jimmy had a degree at TSU. <laughs> and he couldn't get nothing but a janitor job there. So, one more figure: um, former exalted ruler of Holland for Blood, Billy Yokely, Robert Billy Yokely, worked yeah. at Columbia Pryor and Water Systems for I don't know how many umpteen years. So, and he was real big in the way the Elks are formed, and, and you know we we circulate today. So, Robert Billy Yokely is is another name that needs to be thrown in that hat. There are a lot of them, y'all. Mm-hmm. Y'all, you know, and and I notice that when y'all bring them up, that there's a consensus. Uh, oh, people yeah. remember, Mr. Um, and that this is a good thing. I, you know, we might. Uh, yeah, I know. I know that Tom Price and um, um, I will not. What the county historian? I'm just uh, Joanne McClellan. Joanne McClellan are uh, have been. Uh, of course, Tom is the county archivist. Joey, Joanne McClellan's county historian. Uh, they have been doing some groundbreaking work on Black history in Murray County, uh, and so that's yeah. that's a that's yeah. a good thing. Yeah, Tom just did a nice piece uh, on a gentleman by the name of Samuel Samuel Arnell, who was an abolitionist right here in Murray County, and and did a lot of work to help make black lives better better in in this community so uh, kudos to him for doing a nice piece on that and uh, Arnell uh, finally expired after he did a lot of abolitionist type work to help and assist minorities in this community yeah now uh, Joanne McClellan and Tom are, are that's are, have done several projects continuing to do projects on uh, black history in this area and really just uh, you know they're doing a deep dive back into things, you know, in the last century, uh, century before last. Uh, that that uh, in terms of historical work, uh, nobody's really done anything before, and, and they're they're making it happen. Uh, the uh, I want to talk a little bit about uh, black neighborhoods in Columbia. I mean, maybe what y'all's perspective on those. Uh, the the uh, of course the the East Hill area and the Macedonia area have been the historically black neighborhoods. Uh, the historically black business district was down on East Eighth Street. Yes. Um, one of the things that's on the East Hill area is the Fairview Park, and uh, that seems to have resurged in recent years as a center of the community. Would y'all agree with that? Yes. 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 You know, and speaking of Fairview Park. We had a man that that ran Fanview Park for years, Willie Morgan, and yeah, I'm he's he's, he's yeah. an outstanding individual, 
and he represented, you know, us. You know, we played baseball under him and everything. He did a lot for the community and a lot for the youth. Can't leave him out. He did a tremendous job and spent I, I remember his time, yeah. you know, with, with youth. And it's not just youth, uh, I think, over at Fairview Park. You know, I see mm-hmm. church picnics, uh, family reunions, mm-hmm. uh, but I do see a lot of uh, uh, coaches and teams of all sorts. Yes, uh, over there, not all. It's not all black. I mean, yeah, it has expanded now. It's you know, yeah, I think yeah. high school plays over there sometimes. You know? Middle school with Middle the one plays there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 In my my generation. Um, yeah, go click. Greg English was a big part of my mm-hmm. life. He was one of my coaches growing up. And mm-hmm. you were talking about Mr. Morgan. I can remember him running the city basketball, I believe, for, for years. He, or he had a team over there. He always had a, uh, had a team over there. But, yeah, um, Greg English was, was someone that I always looked up to. And I was actually talking to somebody about him the other day. He had a big impact on my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Greg's a great man. Yeah. Yes, he was. Yeah. Great man. Are you speaking of Riverside? Yes. Yeah, that was me. Was that you? Not Willie. Yeah, he was in Fairview. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, that was me running in I, over there. Did he have a basketball that. team? I think no, he may have coached the team. I had a team. Or oh, you had a team yeah, too? Yeah, yeah. Willie really coached several teams. He coached um, teams over yeah. at Carver Smith when they played okay. basketball mm-hmm. games over there. Yeah. yeah you know, that, that, that Columbia Basketball League um, – Thirty years ago was was something else. It, yeah. it, it was it was a good deal. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So I was one of the, one of the first that uh, Ronnie Norton hired over there. I worked over there on that side. Ronnie Willie Norton. worked on the other side over there. I was one of the first to work at Riverside with with the white group and organize all the look the basketball, the softball, and all that stuff. Done that together. You know, this is this is fascinating to me. The more we keep going, the more we uncover. Uh, if I could, real quick, yeah. uh, when, when I was young Eddie coming Wilkes, up, folks. Yeah, we played uh, baseball. It was Fairview Little League Baseball, and now it's transformed into Mule Town Baseball uh, with Kerry Buchanan as the president of that league. Um, and, and it's a little different than most leagues in the fact that they teach fundamentals. I think when, when you're teaching a kid how to do anything, he needs to know fundamentals in anything. So if you have a kid uh, that needs to play or wants to play baseball, Look into Mewtown Baseball. Uh, the league is growing. They've added a couple of fields at Fairview, and, and it's it was a big part in all of our lives back when Mr. Lossie Burke King and Miss Mamie yeah. Burke King ran that league for years, and now it's Kerry Buchanan and Greg English was big in that. Uh, the Boys and Girls Club were real big in starting that league. So if you got a kid that needs to play and wants to play, send him to Mewtown Baseball and let him get out there and learn the game. Coach Keith uh, Crawford's out there yes, as well. Keith Crawford, yes, yeah. yes. And this, uh, this, this Black History. I want want to elaborate on this that you know most people ahead, think yeah. think that the Black History is is the civil rights with just two people, you know, Martin Luther King and Rosa Parks. But it's much more than that. Well, it's I think y'all have illustrated that. Y'all have illustrated that. They need to know this, and yeah. you need to have black history in the schools. You really yeah. need it in these schools because, you know, like Florida, they're not even letting them have it. You know, the, the governor down there, you know, I think he's not even letting them have uh, black history uh, classes, the curriculum, you know. And so, you know, you know, it was it – was, uh, in, in when I was in school, the – the thing about uh black black history, it wasn't that. It was uh 
it was like an, uh, an elective, you know, if you wanted to take it. But, you know, it was all built on the European history that, you know, that you can learn through. Uh, this know? is true. When I was in school, yeah. there was almost, of course, I'm, how old are you, Terry? I'm 65, be six, six and four months. <laughs> all right, I, I got you beat by a year. I'm 66. But, yeah. you know, back when we were in school, you're right. There was uh, no no black history uh, significant in the schools. That's, that's why, though, the... Uh, you know, I don't know if it'll work its way over to the schools. Well, it will. It, I mean, I mean, I was a history major. History evolves, or the written history. Uh, but that's why I was so excited about the work of Joanne McClellan and Tom Price to chronicle, you know, professionally as historians to chronicle black history uh, here in Murray County. They're giving us resources to teach black history that we just simply didn't have uh-huh. and uh and it's some amazing work going on right here in murray county right up at the county archives um all right folks again uh we're about to wind it up but terry Hanna, president of naacp uh-huh. eddie wilkes exalted ruler of the Har- harlan flippin elks lodge and jermaine walker worship full master jermaine webster, webster. Uh, Worship oh, master. I can't even read my own uh, Jermaine Webster, right? My own handwriting without my glasses. Uh, sometime with my glasses. Uh, but Worshipful Master of the Morning Star Lodge. Folks, this has been fascinating. And as you said, it's not just about Martin Luther King and whatever. Y'all have uh, chronicled uh, the, you know, black leaders in Columbia and Murray County for the last 50 years. And uh, you turn over one stone, you then you turn over another, and you find somebody else. And yes, yes. So it that's, goes deep. It runs deep. It runs real deep. Yes, yeah. it does. It's been fascinating. All right, folks, we will see you Monday, tomorrow morning, inside Middle Tennessee with Jim Rawls. Mental health. There we go. Mental health is real, y'all. Have a great day, folks. You too. Great weekend. Have a great weekend.